Let's now turn our attention to Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11. And we'll read verses 25 to 30. Please all rise. Uh, This is God's Word. At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father. And no one knows the Father except the Son and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal Him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is God's Word. Thanks be to God. Please be seated. And join with me in prayer one more time. Father in heaven, we thank you that this morning we get to gather with our sons and daughters and the children of our covenant family here to worship you, to sing praises to you, and to sit under your word together that we may, with childlike faith, be made more and more like our Savior and our Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, Help us to understand and grasp everything that you have set aside for us today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, very quickly, if I can ask all the children, raise your hand. If you're here, all the children. Yeah, children, children, raise your hand. Okay, I see you. I see you. I see you. Welcome. Children, and today is a special day. We are very excited, all the grown-ups here, because we get to worship together with you. And today is an exciting day because as we listen to God's Word together... We're going to learn what it means to be like a child, all of us together. So welcome. I hope you know that this is your church. As we open up and as we learn about what God is saying today in the Bible, I want to ask us uh, some questions. This one is for the children. You see, the summertime is a time where there's a lot of birthday parties that happens and a lot of vacations. How many of the children, how many of you guys have been to birthday parties? You've been invited to a party. You've been to one. Yeah? All right. How many of you guys have had your own party and you've invited your friends there? Yeah. What's the favorite part about birthday parties? Raise your hand. Go ahead. Yes. Go ahead. Be loud about it. The cake is my favorite part. Who else? Yes. Presents. Yes. What else? Cake, yes, two times for the cake, exactly. Times with friends, times to play, time to eat together, and time to make memories. Yes, we have one more volunteer. What's your favorite part about parties? Presents. Two two for presents, two for cakes. And children and adults, we all know how good it feels to be invited to a party, to receive an invitation. Adults, I have a question for you guys. As the summer approaches, I know many of us are busy planning and going to and coming from vacation. Adults, what is your favorite part about vacations? Go ahead. Raise your hand. Come on. We're we're trying to teach our kids to participate in worship. Adults, what's your favorite part about vacation? 
Not working. Okay, please raise your hand, Deacon Q. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Adults, what else? What else? What else do you guys like about vacation? No cooking. Yes, moms, no cooking. One last volunteer. Who else? What's your favorite part about vacation? Chloe's dad. You're always tired, even though taking care of your children. Yeah, I heard someone say that when you're a single, vacation's all about resting. Uh, But when you have children, vacationing's about trying to make memories. And adults... You know, and even children, you experience. When we go on vacation, although it might be fun, when we come back, we're often so tired. Whether you're coming back from an airplane or a long car ride, and we want to rest. In our message today, we see that Jesus gives us the best invitation of all. What's that invitation? It's to come to him and rest. Jesus is inviting all of us to come to him today and find rest. A rest that we don't quite grasp or receive on vacation or Disney World or Europe or Asia. A rest that only He can give. And that's what He's inviting us to today. And we're going to look at three simple points. Jesus invites, Jesus gives, and Jesus reminds. Let's say it together. First, Jesus invites. Second, Jesus gives. And third, Jesus reminds. All right, let's get into it. First point, Jesus invites. You know, the reality is that sometimes you get invited to some things and other things you don't, and that's okay. But I know for all of us, it doesn't feel good when we don't get invited. It feels oftentimes that people have forgotten about us or don't remember us. It's hard seeing pictures online of people having fun at a place gathered, knowing that you were not a part of it. But it's also hard to be on the other side trying to invite people, knowing who to invite, how to invite them, how many people. Parents, it's hard to draw the line sometimes, isn't it, when you're planning your children's birthday? Do you invite the whole church, the whole class, a few of the friends that they play with? Parents, you know, when sometimes in conversation, hey, are you going to so-and-so's party? You realize, oh, my kid wasn't invited. Invitations are important and sensitive. College students, young adults, you know how hard it is to draw the line, to include everyone, yet have it a a place where everyone's also comfortable. You know how difficult it is when we're planning something, making a list, who should be invited, who isn't. And many of us have been on both sides of these lines. An invitation is a very sensitive thing and something that we all desperately desire. Today we're told that Jesus has the authority and the capacity to invite whomever he wants. There are no limits to his budget, to his space, to his headcount, to the social dynamics of people. Jesus simply invites whoever he wants. So look at verse 27 and 28 with me. Let me read it. Follow along if you can. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father. And no one knows the Father except the Son. And anyone to whom the Son chooses to Reveal him. Come to me all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. In verse 27, Jesus says, All things have been handed over to me by my Father. That means that Jesus has the decision making power to invite whoever he wants, whomever he chooses. 
So then the question is, children, brothers and sisters, who does Jesus invite today? In verse 28, he says, come to me, everyone, all. Again, come to me, who? All. Come to me, just the pastors? No. Just the children? No. Just moms? No. Just dads? No. Just the pretty and smart? No. Just the tall? No. no, he says, come to me, all. All who labor and they're heavy laden. Jesus' invitation goes out to all. To all who are heavy laden and who are laboring. So children, friends, we have to ask, what does it mean to be heavy laden? What does it mean to be a laborer? Does it mean that we're, Jesus just calls all tired people? Does it mean if you're tired, simply physically, that Jesus is calling you, inviting you to him to find rest? Not necessarily. Because here, Jesus is not concerned about our sleep, our physical rest necessarily. He's concerned about rest for our souls. Let's unpack that a little bit. So children, you see, as you get older, we try very hard, and some of you already know this, adults try very hard to find rest for our souls. We try to fill it with entertainment, with TV, with good food, with pretty things, with shiny things, much like you guys do with toys. And what Jesus is inviting us today is to find rest for our souls. So children, what do you do when you're physically tired, when your body is tired after a long day of school and a long day of playing? What do you do? How do you rest? You sleep. Yes, you sleep. When your body's tired, you sleep. But what do you do when your soul is tired? That's the question I want us to think about for a second. What do we do when our soul is tired. You see, when we are filled with worries and fears and anxieties about tomorrow, about the next day at school, at the next day at our new jobs, tomorrow when our budget is tight, tomorrow when we have to drop our kids off, tomorrow when we have to figure out once more, when we are filled with worries and fears and anxieties and doubts and questions and we feel heavy laden, That's our souls getting tired. When we try to be good Christians and do everything that we know we should do, yet we fail, yet we think thoughts that we shouldn't, we say things we shouldn't, and we do things we know we shouldn't, and we aren't quite the good Christians we know that we should be, and we're heavy laden by that guilt, then our souls are tired. And I know not only our children but our adults can relate to this. How many of you guys can understand what it means to have a heavy, tired soul? Jesus sees all of us in our heaviness. And that's why he invites us to rest in him. How good would it be, friends, children, to find rest for our souls? A place where all of our worries and our fears and our doubts and our anxieties will be quieted and stilled and go to sleep. This is what Jesus is offering in verse 28. Come to me, who? Come to me, all who labor and they're heavy laden, and I will give you what? Candy? Sleep? Presents? What does Jesus give to us? Rest. 
Finding rest for our souls doesn't require us to go to some special place. Finding rest for our souls doesn't mean that we have to get something special. Finding rest for our souls means we go to someone special. And that someone is Jesus. So second point, Jesus invites, Jesus gives. Jesus invites us and gives rest for our soul. Look at verse 29 and 30 with me in the Bible. It will be up there in the screen. Let me read it for us. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. Isn't that awesome? God, Jesus here is saying you will. It's a guarantee. You will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I shared with you guys once before, I remember as a child listening to this, and Jesus says, come to me, for my yoke is easy. And I would think, yeah, but can I get the bacon crispy? All right, you got a tough crown. crown. What's a yoke? Does anyone know what a yoke is? What's a yoke? Yes, it's like inside an egg. What else? What's a yoke? See, children, adults are just as afraid to volunteer and raise their hand just as you are. One more volunteer. What, what do you guys think a yoke is? What is Jesus saying here? Talking about breakfast? I'm getting hungry. Come on, come on. What, what's a yoke? Yes. Yes, yes. Can we show the picture here? This is a yoke. It has nothing to do with breakfast or eggs. All right? A yoke is something that two cattle wear together. Next picture. And it looks like this. And as they wear this together, they are yoked together. And as they pull their burden, which is behind them, which is oftentimes a farming equipment, they work together, they share the load, and they go together at the same pace. They are yoked together. What Jesus is saying is this. If you come to him, if you receive his invitation, you will be yoked to him. And he's using this illustration to show this. He's saying his yoke is light. His yoke is easy. Here, when we see these animals, their yoke looks heavy. They're slouched over. But Jesus saying is when you come to him, you will find rest. Why? Because the yoke that we wear with Jesus is light and easy. What Jesus is saying is, I will do the work. I will carry you. I will walk beside you. And so when your soul may be heavy and tired... You can rest assured that I will lift you up and carry you forward. This is a beautiful truth. This is a beautiful Lord. This is a beautiful Savior that would yoke himself to us. This is what Jesus is saying. I am willing to yoke myself, to be attached to you. You see, he doesn't just invite you. He doesn't say, come, and then you guys can go play. There's plenty of things to do. Go over there. I'm going to be busy. No, Jesus, when he invites, he says, all who are laboring and heavy laden, come to me, and you will find rest for your souls. Why? Because when you come to me, I will attach myself to you. We will be together. And I will help you move forward, even though you're tired, even though your burden is heavy. What is Jesus referring to here? There are deeper truths. And I pray the Lord would help us with childlike faith to see Jesus saying this. 
You see, ultimately the thing that makes our souls heavy is sin. As we try to fill our souls with other things, not Jesus, as we try to fill our souls with so many things of this world, it gets heavier and heavier and heavier. And as we try to move forward in life, it gets harder and harder and harder. And Jesus is saying this sin that often gives us no rest, this sin that makes us restless, Jesus is saying, I will take it from you. He's saying that our souls can truly find rest in him because not only does he free us from sin, he forgives our sins. We know that Jesus has done this by sacrificing himself and dying on the cross. Friends, he can be yoked to us because he was first nailed to the tree, the cross, where all of our sins, all of our heaviness is taken from us, where we are freed, we are set free. We don't have to endure the heaviness of this burden anymore. And this is why Jesus says, come to me. He invites, he gives rest. And what's more is that Jesus also tells us who he is, doesn't he? Jesus says, I am gentle and lowly. Friends, you know what this means? Some of you have read the book, Gentle and Lowly. I've started it. It means that Jesus is humble. It means he's meek. But the, 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 the best word I thought that really captures gentle and lowly is that Jesus is approachable. When Jesus says, I'm gentle and lowly, he, he, what he's trying to convey to you and I, friends, children, adults, is that you can come to him. He's approachable. When he invites us, when he gives us rest, it's not some person at the counter saying, here you go, next, here you go, next. It's an intimate, loving Jesus that comes to us with arms open and says, come, come to me. He is approachable. He's gentle. He's lowly. No matter how heavy your burden is, no matter how heavy your souls are, parents, children, Jesus says, come to me and you will find rest for your souls. So Jesus invites, Jesus gives, and last point, Jesus reminds. And we'll move through this last point quickly. Jesus invites us to rest in him, but he also gives us this very important reminder. Look with me in verse 25 to 26. It will be up on the screen. At that time, Jesus declared, Jesus is praying now, we get to hear what he's praying about, right? At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding, and check this out, and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. This is what Jesus is saying. The smartest person in this world, if they don't know Jesus, cannot understand that when Jesus invites, he gives everlasting rest. But what Jesus is saying here is that if you are like a child, simple in faith, simple in faith, this is different from easily convinced, simple in faith, Jesus says if you are like children that are sitting amongst us today who simply hear, oh, Jesus invites me? Oh, Jesus gives rest? Do I want it? Yes, please. A simple faith like this, when you hear truth, these are the types of people. 
as Jesus calls out to all who are laboring and heavy laden, hear it and come to him with humility and with faith. And so Jesus is reminding us this morning, even if you are an adult who is old, even if you've been a Christian for a long time, even if you're a child, even if you're still learning and growing, the only thing we need to receive Jesus' invitation, the only thing we need to receive rest for our souls is childlike faith, a simple, yes, Jesus, I trust you. I want that rest. And this is the reminder that Jesus gives, that even the smartest person in the world can miss this. But a child who has deep wisdom and humility to hear Jesus' words and say, that's what I want. In the most simplest way, that is the person who will receive that rest. That is the soul that will find rest. Beloved brothers and sisters and dear precious children who are worshiping today here, I hope that our gracious God will reveal to us by way of his invitation that our souls can only find true rest in Jesus. Let's pray together. Jesus, we thank you that you invite us to yourself. And we thank you that you are so gentle and you are so lowly and that your arms are open wide. And Jesus, we thank you that when we come to you simply in faith, not counting all of our wrongs, not going through all the difficult dynamics of theology and doctrine, when we simply receive your invitation and come, you give us rest. A rest that goes deeper than our flesh. A rest that our souls are so hungry and thirsty for. We thank you, Lord, that you give rest for our souls. We thank you, Lord, that you give salvation to us. And we ask that this morning, as we worship with our precious children, that we would know you simply call us like children to come to you. Lord, many of us complicate things because of the weight of our guilt and our shame. But we ask, Lord, give us a simple childlike faith to receive your invitation and to come rest in you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.